You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming bubble, you ain't seen nothing yet. Something good for ya. All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting with me is the one and only Dave Weimar. What up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back at the Zoom roundtable. I've got my messy, messy desk around me. I've got, actually, I've got something here, and I'm curious, um... I, I'm not. There, there's multiple ways I can kind of lead into this because uh, one leads into the other. I guess what I'll first go off with that way is kind of housekeeping shit out of the way. If you go to the link in this episode description, if you like free shipping and cheap stickers, if you log in over there, by the time this episode comes out, hopefully by that following week, I'll be getting them sent out. I'll be having sticker packs up Ooh. for everyone, and there'll only be a buck Ooh. a sticker think it's a six pack of stickers you'll get a something good for you sticker along with a network sticker i don't think i've got those over here but it'll be a sticker for each show uh, uh this fucking guy couch potatoes a history we forgot and cryptic conspiracy cult so is it it's so it's just a six pack i can't buy one i have to buy the whole pack is that how you're i'm gonna it? send i'm gonna send you one no i'm not, <laughs> i'm asking how you're merching merching it that's because you said well, a buck of sticker and then you said it's, it's got to be six, worth so. my time yeah, you know, I, and no, it's like, I get, I get and I'm not gonna, you know, be chart be charging folks two and three dollars for a sticker or shipping because that can go in an envelope. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you want a sticker, shoot me six bucks. That'll cover postage, sticker, or postage, an envelope, and six stickers. That that feels like a reasonable deal to me. And then that way, you know, if folks order some other stuff, maybe I'll be able to toss in a couple network specific stickers down the line and other things. Plus, I gotta yeah. have plenty to throw up around town and hand off to the respective shows as well. Exactly, and one dollar a sticker is pretty good price these days. I think I bought one for like fifteen thousand the other day, so that's a deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, not sponsored, although I wish we could be, but they get like a million clients. They're not gonna fucking sponsor us. Uh, of course, I'm getting all these through Sticker Mule uh, because I also got like um, some fiend media club uh stickers made up as well oh probably yeah get, cool probably like get some that. uh where's dually ones for shits and giggles but if you order a certain amount you get the mule sauce oh it's their hot sauce so uh sticker mule has their own hot sauce and i was gonna ask when you were doing cult of dave things did you order from sticker mule and have you tried the mule sauce no i i i don't remember sticker mule at all yeah yeah like i said not sponsored so i'm not trying to blow them up too much but i mean really good shit i mean it's all printed on vinyl it's got the uv protection on the outside um a few of my friends have been using sticker mule for a while and i just kind of let it fly under the radar um and then uh, russ ward actually from mad brother ward he had some stickers made and they're from sticker mule and um chris morrison put one on the back of his phone just kind of as a test and it lasted way way longer than we were expecting like he peeled it off and eventually put something else on like it just it wouldn't come off like it was really nice oh, on good. there 
Yeah. Yeah. So have, have you had their hot sauce? I have not had their hot sauce, so I was I was kind of wondering what you thought on it, and if you haven't had it yet, <laughs> I'd love to try some. <laughs> uh, I might I might include you a bottle of mule sauce in with your little care package of uh, stickers and maybe a couple other things. But uh, we're we're definitely gonna be trying this as some uh, video content. Ah, cool. You're not on uh, Facebook much now, are you? No, I'll I'll, I'll I'm not on anything really. I, I mean, every once in a while I'll get bored and go. I wonder what's happening here, and it's like, oh shit, there's too much there. Like, like, and go. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I have for the first time in the uh, network's history, I've handed off partial admin duties to somebody. So oh. I've had um, Dante from the This Fucking Guy Show helping me run the uh, Facebook, and he's created a monster. <laughs> or I've created a monster that I'm not sure that I like, and I think we're going to have to punish him by using Chris Morrison. If you go on our Something Good Network uh, Facebook page, um, this man has flooded our feed with nasty food crimes. Like, Oh, tw- I saw the fucking Twinkie baked bean <laughs> thing. God, yeah. man, Twinkies with beans in them. I enjoyed the post them. though because it was gross looking. It was like, oh, I lo- yeah, I saw man, that. Okay, he's been posting that tuna loops, which is uh, um, those tuna in a packet or tuna in a can mixed with Fruit Loops. Mm. And every so often he hits with a good one. Like for some reason he posted potato chips, honey, and peanut butter. Yeah, and I'm like that. That just sounds like an awesome sandwich. That that that's not a problem. <laughs> so so is I, I feel like the way we have to punish him though is by getting Chris, who is a really good cook, uh, to just make these abominations, sit him down in front of a camera, <laughs> tie him eat, down if we have to, it? and make him eat these abominations. Because every single time he's posting them, he's just like, I'd smash the fuck out of this. I'd eat the hell out of that. It's just like. That's good. You're a trash human, so let, let's really put that to the test then. <laughs> Make it a segment on this fucking show. This I'm thinking it would be its own in. show, cooking crap with Chris Morrison. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you'd have to do it all the fucking time, dude. That's like t- pretty time consuming. But segment, nah, nah, segment special wise, events. You can, you can always fucking, you know. I would, I would true. use it as a segment. That way you can fucking, when he cooks something up, I would, that'd be great. That would be good. That'd but we be... don't do a video for the, all of uh, Couch Potatoes. So, ooh, ooh, I know, I know. Um, remember the old uh, 50s, 60s, 70s drive-ins? And um, it had like a trumpet kind of background uh, noise. And it had like the different colored lights kind of going into a circle. And it said like special special presentation like the you're talking on the screen yeah 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 okay I t- we'll I'm just put that like- at the very beginning so folks know it's not an ongoing <laughs> uh, yeah that's funny I, I miss those old drive-ins we used to have one and there's these rail tracks above it right so it was like the drive-in was here and there's a hill, and then the railroad track, and then it went up back up hill, and then I lived up on the by the hill. But you couldn't where I lived, you could not see the the movie theater. But oh, what we, a jip! I know, but when, <laughs> whenever we were going home, though, we always passed it, and you could always see what was playing. And back then, they played rated R shit too. 
And so, I mean, big old boobies on the yeah, screen as you're driving by. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it was great, dude. I loved it. But when we were like in high school, I, pr- I think it was probably high school. We used to get um, w- water balloons and fill them up with water, mayonnaise, and syrup and shit, and just get them. At- and we made these things called funnel lighters, right? Where it's like the surgical tubing and a okay. funnel. So you t- uh, you you drill two holes in the funnel. And then you tie surgical tubing, which is like really stretchy, like industrial rubber band. And you have two guys holding each one of them, and you put the water fucking disgusting balloon in the the funnel later, we called it. And you'd pull it back, and boom! And so these people are watching movies, and all of a boom! I love you, babe. I love you, too. Ketchup, water, (laughs) mayonnaise, mustard, just, yeah, we were... And then it was on the rail tracks, too, so... We never drove there, you know, because right. we could. So we just fucking walked there, and then when the police, the police had to drive down because there's an access road on the, but it's just gravel. It's just for you know maintenance and stuff. No one's allowed to drive it. Mm-hmm. So if the cops are coming, they had to drive down there, and we go here they come, and then we so we'd stay till the last minute. They never got smart enough back then to just walk up. We would have <laughs> never seen them coming. <laughs> and we would have got busted every time. But now. Man, the thing is, it's like I, I hear stories like that, and I think back at like my childhood, and it's just like, outside of like running around the woods, you know, playing swords or Star Wars or, you know, with sticks and shit, none of me and my friends ever got into any of that kind of crap. So I ever wonder if, like, I missed out on some shit by not doing that. I don't know. I think it's like... You know how we all started as Neanderthals, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of, you know, it's just a, a, the progression, you know? It's <laughs> like, you know, you're not, I'm way in a generation before yours, right? So, yeah. you know, you just progressed out of that, I think, you know, because yeah. they're doing some stupid fucking shit, you know? Like you watch. I was gonna say we were definitely playing outside, so it wasn't yeah. even the case of like the current kids that are you know stuck inside majority. I mean, we no, I was I was forced outside. <laughs> you just weren't you just weren't uh, compelled to fucking fuck with other humans like that and kind of almost yeah. on the verge of vandalism, you know, really. Well, where did you live during that time? Kirkland, Washington. Which so is that that right had an okay amount of population. Eh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's right. It's a suburb of Seattle. It's on the other side of Lake Washington. I think that was the. I think that was also the major difference. I grew up in Gaffney, South Carolina, and I don't know the population there. However, uh, the majority of my life, I had uh, five neighbors within walking distance, and one of them was my grandmother. And the uh, other one was the girl I went to school with that was a goody-goody Baptist two-shoes. So uh, I also kind of didn't have like a neighborhood of kids to like get in yeah. trouble with. Yeah, and had, then by we, the time yeah. I had my group of kids to get in trouble with, it was more like, let's go get some beers rather than let's go vandalize something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure my graduating class was like 300 people close to that, you know. But so I yeah, wouldn't was, know what my graduating class was. My graduating class was me. Was you? <laughs> that was me. That was it. You're the me only one. The, the cat. <laughs> you're the only one that went to school. <laughs> homeschool, baby. Oh, you're homeschooled. All right. Oh, for for the last part, I was uh yeah homeschooled from about like uh that clears up a lot, Alex. <laughs> seventh grade on, yeah. M- middle school was not for this tub of lard. I was overweight. Not getting really? along with people. You, you oh, were yeah. overweight, 
Dude, oh, I was wow. a fat fuck. It's I was funny a how fat the, fuck. It's funny how the world works like that, because I was fucking, like, incredibly fucking scrawny, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was like a buck 35 when I was 21. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was well, fucking yeah. skinny as fuck, dude. I remember when I got 165, I'm like... Yeah, I was working one one summer, you know, loading roofs, you know, so we're running with these asphalt shingles and putting them on a conveyor belt. Oh, and you know, it was a big good workout and I got up to 165. I'm like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> if I man, if now I I'm had the, if, if I had the money to put into it like for the diet to go along with it. If I hardcore went to the gym, I could get like some definition and shit. Um, ever since I was like, cause I fluctuated hard. I was fat as fuck as a kid. Like if for as comparison, I think it was third or fourth grade, and I was in a size thirty-four men's jean. That's what I wear now. Yeah. So imagine yeah. your waist size on a third grader. I was a fat fuck. <laughs> it it works for you because of your size and definition, not on a little kid. Yeah. Well, I'm so si- um, I'm six one too. So. Mm-hmm. You know. So that that didn't work. Uh, so we, me and uh, my mom, well, my mom and I, proper grammar. Uh, we did the low carb diet for a while. No sugar, no wheat, no starches, high protein, high vegetable diet, and the pounds just fucking fell off of us and there for a while like throughout my uh mid and early teens string bean motherfucker i mean and we started going to the gym i started getting abs and arms i mean i was i was like those scrawny motherfuckers you would see around that time and then just over that time period we quit going to the gym quit paying for it and then i moved down my own between 15 to 18 oh wow okay so yeah you went from you fat as a young kid to skinny as a young kid. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, okay. a, you got to experience both as a kid. So, yep, and then uh, I moved down on my own. Of course, diet went to hell because, you know, bills and priority. Did you get fat again? <laughs> did you get fat again? Dude, I did. I wow. gained it. I got fat as a motherfucker, but I was also in a very like unhappy relationship. And I think that also played a lot into it. So p- pair the unhappiness with eating a lot. And the job I even had was a desk job. So I was like sitting behind a computer the entire time. I was not getting up. It's like every desk job I've had since then, there's been a lot more getting up, walking, doing things. Not at this place. It was as soon as I clocked in to the point I clocked out, it was ass in the chair. Were you ever fat as a in in the band? Are yeah, we all, yeah. Early on, uh, early on. Uh, the hipster killer. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the hipster killers era. That's one of my favorite logos, though, with the Pabst Blue Ribbon and the black. Wouldn't you do tie in Black Flag with that too? Or so I think fun- of something different. You are you're thinking correctly, but differently at the same time. So, the graphic that you're thinking of the uh, hipster killers that was the black flag logo with the PBR cans. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was around before the song, the album, or that lineup. 
that was just an idea that me and my buddy Davey Dirt had. Uh, we were just annoyed about because we, we were hanging out in this neighborhood called Noda, North Davidson. Um, if you're a South Park fan, um, I really, really believe they were uh, inspired to make Soto Sopa uh, <laughs> off of our town. <laughs> but um, we were hanging out in Soto Sopa and everywhere you looked it was motherfucking hipsters and it not just like oh it must be a hipster no like unicycle where like riding twirly mustached beanie hipster motherfuckers and we dubbed ourselves the hipster killers because we were just talking shit being like you know oh i'd slit his throat oh i'd hang (laughs) him you know oh i'd trip him make him fall down a well you know just stupid bullshit under our breasts just making each other laugh and we called ourselves the hipster killers so i just i screen printed up shirts and you know kind of made it a movement and then eventually trying to write songs that popped in you, my head you were again. a gang, Alex. Yeah, no, we were a gang for a minute. A non-violent gang. A non-violent it's, it's gang. Fucking, it's fucking great, though. The hipster killers. What? 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 Not you, not you, not oh, Dave. Right. The, the, right. the the anyone listening. A non-violent. You're not. Yeah, I know. You just you you're not violent. You just talk violent. You'll yeah, run. Exactly. I know you. You'll run. <laughs> a hipster will be, beat me up in no time. But yeah, uh, Fat Alex was definitely around early hipster killers era and heading into Fifth Times the Charm. Um, by the time we were starting to do uh, the time is now. I had already started losing that weight again because I started, I'd gotten out of that job <laughs> and started eating a little better, started, you know, being a little bit more active. And I kind of fluctuate here and there. I, f- I feel a little bit more than I need to now, but I'll, I'll blame the holidays over that. I'll, I'll be okay. trim and fit and ready to rock by spring. <laughs> you're, you're fucking skinny as fuck, dude. Hey, come on, go, man. You got to watch that ba- double chin, though. Going back Can't to hide the behind hip- a beard. Yeah, going back to the hipsters thing, though. Um, what kind of were your hipsters like like down in fucking Texas? They all looked like fucking loggers, but well groomed. Like skinny, well groomed loggers. You know? Every last one of them. Okay, Every so, last so, one same, of them. The, the, the right. flannels with the beard, with mm-hmm. the twirly mustache, with the beanies and the Just completely trimmed beard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, um, f- folks skinny, folks that have followed for a while. And flannels. <laughs> Two sizes too small. (laughs) You're kind of describing me there for a few years. Easy. (laughs) Don't kill yourself, Alex. (laughs) If I hadn't done it now, I won't do it. So uh, folks can uh, rest assured. No, I, until I've, that depression really sits in kids <laughs> i've uh, i've often made the joke though it's not that much of a joke it's more of an affirmation which is i can't kill myself because if i kill myself they win who are they i don't fucking know okay no. don't ask me that kind of question when i'm trying to talk myself off the ledge <laughs> i just know that they will win and they can't win they they are you Exactly. No, they are everyone else. They oh, are the you. they are the tour managers of Weezer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you, you've already lost like three years of your life just thinking about that, dude. You see these. You yeah, see these look, lines. Why, why do you put yourself through that shit, dude? These are laugh marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, that's cool. And actually, uh, I didn't. Th- you'd be proud of me. I didn't argue or fight with anyone this week on Facebook. However, good for you. However, I did see one that made me roll my eyes. So I want to get your opinion on this. So. Uh, are you aware of the Ubisoft Sony deal right now with the games oh, no. downloaded or movies downloaded? No, but um, when you're talking about movies and downloading, it draws my attention. Okay, so, so I'm not a big um, gamer. I mean, I'll play a couple on my phone, but really boring shit, you know. Yeah, so so let's let's say through your (laughs) so let's say on your PlayStation, uh, you decide that you're going to purchase, okay, not rent, not use your PlayStation Live subscription to access a channel. You use the PlayStation Network. You key in your credit card information and you click the word buy, okay. Mm -hmm. As if you're buying a movie on iTunes or Amazon. Mm-hmm. You hit buy. Or, or voodoo or, yeah, you know. It downloads to your system. You're watching that movie. You're watching that TV show. Sony, Ubisoft, Microsoft, and a few others that are connected in this whole thing are now going to be revoking access to certain movies and games that they no longer have the rights to. Well, I can, if you don't have the rights to it, I don't see how they can make money off of them. How, but they're not continuing to make money. You've already purchased it. You, you already bought able- it and then they fucking sold the shit. Well, whoever bought the company, you need to, t- you, that's, I mean, they should at least allow a grandfather clause there, but that's not Sony. That's whoever bought from them, right? So. Well, that that's that's not even necessarily a who bought from them. That's going to be an anyone that bought from them. So, for instance, like I, I forget one of them. I think it's like Lost uh, was one of the shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you purchased every season of Lost through you, the PlayStation Network, it's now lost. <laughs> yeah, after a certain time period, you will no longer have access to the content that you yeah, purchased. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I get it that they don't they don't own it and they can't give it to you offer anymore. Offer it. Yes, but, they can't offer it anymore for sale, but that shouldn't change what I spent money on that word buy. This is the argument I saw play out. Yeah. Someone so well, there's been because, a bu- it's because the the company that's buying that isn't letting them have that information to let you have. Well, so it's They're also kind of a it. so it's also kind of a sticky situation on that one. So like for instance, through the PlayStation network, you don't have that's not connected to a separate system. So that would be strictly through their network. So if someone purchased the rights or Sony let the rights of a certain show or movie or game lapse, they're not allowed legally to even have that on their servers anymore. So it wouldn't really matter who purchased it or how it would go down. I don't think it's just the fact that that no one could offer access to it after it's purchased. I don't know. So the the argument I saw, though, a lot of lawyers you got to get for that one. So the argument I saw, so it's turned into a meme. It's like, it'll take the headline of that. And it's got like underneath it. It was like, if, if purchase is not, um, if purchase isn't ownership, then theft, uh, then piracy isn't theft. Hmm. And someone commented, they're like, well, that's a false equivalency. Someone hmm. can take away uh, the license for you to view your uh, media at any point in time. 
Here's my argument to that. Right over there. What if you get what if you get refunded? <laughs> Here's my argument to it and, the, and the, I think this speaks to a greater thing. And I did jump in on this one and he was just like rah, 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 and I just didn't get into it. So I'm like, "Okay, never mind." And that's why I said I didn't argue. I didn't argue. I spoke my piece. He went rah, 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 and I went, "Never mind." <laughs> but Here's my argument. I can walk right over there to my bookshelf, pull off a Nintendo 64 cartridge. It does not matter if Apple buys Nintendo. No one can go into my house and revoke my license to use this cartridge. Or, let me put the cartridge over here, this DVD. This DVD of Batman Begins. Okay? No one can revoke my license to watch this because I have it on a disc. Now, I can't do anything with it. I can't make my own copies for free or sell it. That you, you're right. There is license agreements with this purchase. I'm not planning on doing that, so they're not going to come in and take my shit away. Mm-hmm. If I'm a good boy, you shouldn't be able to take it away. Why are you taking away this purchase? I felt I almost put down my imaginary disc. <laughs> Yeah. It felt so real for a second. I almost felt like I had to put it down. Now, when you're making a point, I get it. it, 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 it you probably did actually phys- physically see it in your hand when you were ta- saying it. But, you yeah, know, that's... I remember fucking working at Costco when... Because we, we were big DVD. We'd get these fucking end caps of DVD. You know, I can't remember what they called them, but they're, they'd come in and you just strip them down. They had the whole fucking, like, a, a movie poster around them mm. and shit, and you put them out. I remember when that came, when it, it turned into, like, this, it uh, just a cardboard, piece of cardboard with a, 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 a something to type in to get it. You know, and that was, like... You, and you could watch it, you could stream it like two weeks before you could buy the physical copy. Yep. And we were like, oh my God, they're, this we're not going to sell DVDs no more. They're going away. This this, this all going to be fucking, you know. Well, this year was, was the first year ago. Best Buy's not selling CDs or DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I and that's what kind of, and that's why I wanted to kind of bring it to attention because Chris and I talked about some on the couch potatoes, but more or less in the game and music um, game and movie realm. But the thing is, is especially in a music realm, that's coming. Yeah. Right now, it's centralized. Well, I mean, for, music for, for music was that's like Spotify are, are great though, where you can. I mean, and I know there's a lot of political bullshit behind that, but I I really enjoy having a service that I can pay for and have unlimited music. You know, and you know what? Where we are right now is where the streaming services were. About 15 years ago. Yeah. Replace that word Spotify. 18 to 15. Replace Spotify with Netflix. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so happy to pay my $8 a month to Netflix Mm -hmm. and have all the TV shows and all the movies I want. Mm -hmm. That we are in a very odd market right now where with music, the standard is you release it on every platform. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck up by not releasing it on Apple when you release it on Pandora. You know, you put it out everywhere. Movies and games are not like that. It's very much you have to have our system or you have to have our app. Do you think that could change 
seeing the way everything is going now. Yeah. I Where mean, there's going to be your, your be punk rock music service. There's going to be your classic rock music service, your rap music service. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, there probably already is if you really look into it. I'm sure there's like formats that are just guaranteed or generated for one fucking thing. I don't, I just, I'm, I don't have the energy to go search for shit, though. I, that's why. You know, what I also, this is what I think is going to happen first, though. You're just going to see the rate rise big time, you know? Because, I mean, Spotify is not like a Netflix because I can't watch every every uh, fucking thing I want to. That's more like a YouTube where you go in and you just, uh, there it is. Or, or um, Amazon's pretty close. There's a lot of fucking shit that Amazon pulls up. But you still, you still can't get everything. And, and you can't get everything with Spotify either. You know, it's but, it's real hard for me to find something I can't get. Like if I can't get it on Spotify, it's probably because it's just not artist, released digitally, or the artist hasn't. Yeah, yeah, it's not exactly. Yeah, like it just doesn't have a digital footprint if it's not on Spotify. Like if it's not on Apple Music, there's a chance it might still be on Spotify. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I that I I dread the day that changes. It's going to probably change though. But um, soon there'll be the everything does, but and and I'll tell you this right now: as soon as they get a podcast app strictly for podcasts, you bet your sexy ass we're gonna be on that thing lickety split. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Um, I I got to keep on shaking my hand; it's really hurt. So, what happened? Oh, dude, it's been going on for my like three years. That's why. Yeah, so it's just the cold. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably the cold. But I mean, I'm way past surgery time, so but I can't get a surgery yet. So put in some come on, put in some more time over to the 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 Costco or the no, Sam's Club. I just, gotta, I just gotta put in more time at the doctor's office and get you know they gotta clear clear me with because I had that heart thing, you know. So now I gotta go see the, these guys so they can clear and it, dude. That takes time. I got to drive there. You know, it's And like, I'm not uh, helping with that uh, heart thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't bother me, Alex. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's, I, I'm a, I'm a salt over the shoulder guy in one ear out the other, you know? And it's like, you know, whatever. Well, speaking of, I, I know who's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> That's why I get passionate about things. <laughs> Uh, you were joking. Just uh, or- stop getting so passionate. I can't help it. I know, uh, but you, dude, every time you're wrong and you get passionate like that, it's going to fucking just be a hassle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself, damn it. Uh, you you were mentioning that uh, you might have a game ready for us. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, well, I got a game idea. A game idea. Right. Yeah, let me, let me go take a piss, have a cigarette, and uh, I'll tell you my game idea. All right. All right. I, I, and, I, we we can do a little sample and see if if it's something that you think that you know. Cause I, I can like fake it for you know a little bit. All right. So so in lieu of an intro for the game show, it'll be your piss break music. <laughs> it'll be cool. Come back from the piss break music. Well, we'll talk about it. I mean, because okay, okay. Be, there could be a game show uh, fucking theme 
to, I don't know, I don't even really have a name for it, so we can talk about that. But there's, and rules and shit. That's why, you know, it's like, I want you on board with how it's going to work, so, you, you know. You can just lay it on me, I'll, I'll just play along. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good, well, that sounds good. Um, get I, for The first thing on the game is I have to take a pee on you, so... <laughs> well we can't show that so no, um but do you have plastic sheets <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> well, i knew it <laughs> all right i'm not gonna pee on you i'm gonna pee outside because it's dark all right it's a little too cold for you to do that isn't it uh, yeah, don't piss on yourself it's better than walking upstairs dude. <laughs> and i can't smoke in the i don't smoke in the house so i gotta uh, smoke go. and pee hope i don't <laughs> pee on my cigarette that's happened before <laughs> Then will Dave pissed in a cup? Mm-hmm. Over <laughs> ice. <laughs> With rum. All right. Well, Dave's feeling nice and refreshed. His bat bladder is empty, and now his tummy's getting filled. Now he's... Oh, shit. Now he's stripping. Fuck. Yeah. This guy... I don't want to overheat. <laughs> I'm I'm dressed like winter down here. It's cold in fucking central New York, motherfucker. Well, I'm sure. How much snow have you guys gotten? Uh, we haven't really gotten that much snow. I think I, we got like eight the other day, eight inches. Um, we hadn't gotten much, like eight inches. Yeah, well, I mean, it's down to like four now, but because the sun came out and shit. But uh, is that well, what happens? Yeah, one time there we well I mean we'll we'll get like a foot and a half overnight you know sometimes yeah. it's like crazy but and see and that's, that's why when you were like eight feet you know not that much that's why I'm like eight mean, inches that's a lot. not eight feet and it depends uh, on where that eight inches is that could be a lot. <laughs> Well, I'm sure the roads and everything have been fine. We, ours have been... Everything you've been getting precipitation-wise, we got as rain and thunderstorms, like, last week or the week before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I how, watched how far, it travel. How far are you from Maryland? I mean, if my phone wasn't being used as a camera and my computer being used to record this, I could actually look it up. <laughs> but I have no. no idea. But, I mean... Like, you've never been there, right? Or have you? Maybe once? Is it like six hours, maybe? or Longer than that. Oh, okay, longer, longer than, than that. that. Okay, so you're you're a little bit farther south. Yeah, right. I mean, I know I went to Baltimore. I'd say closer to... I had to really pinpoint being in Baltimore. I remember going to there from Asheville... Ooh, from that's here, a, that's a well, for, seems well, like a drive. Well, we're up that Nashville's closer than Charlotte. Really? Mm-hmm. How far is it to Na to Nashville from you? It's about probably a three and a half, four, five hour drive. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like going like that to Nashville, and then it would be kind of yeah. I mean, yeah, you are kind of angling it some. You probably could cut out an hour or two going straight from Charlotte up, but I mean, 
Maybe not by much. I mean, yeah. it, it would it would it would probably if you took everything the right way between nine to ten hours. We need to invent a two dimensional doorway where you just set a destination on one side, you set a destination here, and you cross that border, and you're there. Well, instant uh, time travel. Uh, I don't know what your guys' news have been showing, but ours on our end has been looking pretty promising. Uh, have you seen those plans of that light rail yeah. to connect yeah. all of the East Coast? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So th- things seem to be progressing and getting the thumbs up on our end. So hopefully Charlotte to Atlanta is supposed to be built pretty soon. And then I think they're going to just kind of slowly start pushing it out and expanding it out from there. Yeah. So who who knows, Dave? In another ten years, I might have a fast and easy way to get to you <laughs> if I hadn't uh, made it rich and famous and can afford to just go with a whim. As long as that light rail is supersonic speed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Look, but, I don't mind, man. I, I'll I'll travel a few hours to see you. You're worth yeah. that. No, j- dude. In Japan, those trains. My buddy just got back from there. He's like, oh, yeah. dude, it's like, it's not like this planet. <laughs> it's so it genuinely different. is that fast. Yeah, it's just like, you know, they're like, what was that one movie where Tom Cruise is hanging off of one? Was it Mission Impossible? It must have been a Mission Impossible. Yeah, I had to have been. Yeah. <laughs> where else does he act like a maniac? <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, his face is like, <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Japan. That would be a mm-hmm. lot of fun. I had friends that went in the 90s, and um, they were in a band called The East and the West. And mm. we were supposed to go with them, but I, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't, you know, because it was like a six-month thing that you had to go commit. But, dude, you got paid out the fucking ass. You got, Oh, yeah. The conversion rate is amazing. The only problem is you... They went. It was like this program thing where they were bringing the, these Seattle bands over and stuff. Just couldn't take it back with you, you know. It's Interesting. Like, yeah, you got your way paid. You got your way back. While you were there for that six months, you were you were like a millionaire though. Everything was fucking free, basically. But they you could just, at least buy shit to bring it back. No, they would not let you. The whole, the whole fucking deal was you were going to live like this, and you could not bring anything back. I don't it know. Had if to it be was part like, of that thing you guys were doing. Yeah, it ha- yeah, I'm sure it was a total like some promote promoter over there. Um, I never really was involved with it at all. Yeah, but they they were going to bring us over. They they were bringing. And they did bring the East and the West over. East and the West wanted us to come over. I know a few of us were really tight with the East and the West. I didn't mm-hmm. know the, those guys very much, you know? Because yeah. I, always, I always do my own thing, dude. So, but it was like, well, oh, fuck. You know, let's do it, let's do it, you know, for six months and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I might be wrong on some of the stuff. But, um, but yeah, because the only the reason back, I think though, that. When they came back, they couldn't, they, they could, had to leave it all over there. They did have to, I mean, because they didn't bring any of their instruments or anything. They just right. flew themselves over there. They got to play whatever they fucking wanted to play. They were, and they, dude, they were like ma- like the Beatles almost every fucking night, dude. It was so, like, so if they like the bought trinket, were, so if they bought like a DVD set, they couldn't bring that back? I don't know. I don't, See, I don't that, know. That's the, the part I was trying to figure it out was because. It probably a, um, a dollar value or something. I, you couldn't like fucking. You know, 
buy cars and bring them back or send them back or something right because they could do whatever they they didn't even have to have cars everybody drove them everywhere yeah because the reason i'm thinking that is um uh there's a podcaster i listen to uh jeff Frumis, and he's uh interviews a whole lot of uh insulary uh misfits people and he's got a series on uh called tank talks and it's episode four and it's like three and four hour long episodes with one of the uh, road managers of the michael graves era misfits and he was talking about uh, one of their trips to japan and what he did to supplement his income when they weren't on the road is the handful of times they went to Japan, he would go to all those anime and manga shops, buy up books, buy up collectibles at dirt. He said that retail in Japan was cheaper than wholesale in the U S that he would just go through and just buy up a bunch of shit, buy a brand new briefcase, stuff it all in there and just take it back. And he goes and after his money dried up from the road, he goes, he'd start putting that shit up on eBay and that would supplement his income till the next string of shows hit. Hmm. Interesting. And that's why I was like, well, damn, they didn't bring anything back. That sucks. They didn't get to. I was like, that had to have been part of the program they were doing. Whereas I'm sure the Misfits tour was just, hey, find me a, a booking agent in Japan and let's do this. Yeah, because I, I was always, I always wonder, why can't you just fucking mail shit? You know? It's like. That's what I'm how, saying. How do they know? You don't have armed guard next to you. You know, you just go It's Japan. They know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, what's your game idea, man? Well, the idea is is to take an iconic album, right? You don't know what album it is. I pick an album or or three. You probably do it like in a series of three, right? And, but the the thing is, is you have to guess what album it is, and the only hints you're getting are listening to the lyrics read from the songs on the album. Oh, I'm going to feel like such an idiot playing this game because I feel like after you, like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to figure out what they are. And then once you tell me, I'm just like, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that's going to happen too. I I gave Tommy, you know who Tommy Lincoln is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, um, does the Tell Him Steve Dave account. He's got a company in Syracuse here called Stay Fresh where, I mean, he does everybody. I mean, all, all you can come to Syracuse, man, you're going to see Tommy's logos on all the fucking businesses. He, That's awesome. They, yeah, he basically owns the town. It's pretty fucking amazing. That's he, really cool. Good, good on Tom. What, yeah, it's great what he's done here, dude. It's it's amazing. Um, that, that's, that shit makes me smile. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it makes me smile, too, because he's a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets me work whenever, you know, whenever possible if i if i can do it working at costco full-time is really hard to get out to it's hard to fucking just pod dude well i mean if if he wants to you know throw the something good network a shout out on the tell him steve dave network you know mad about that (laughs) (laughs) be like oh my buddy dave's got this other show with this knucklehead that ain't gonna happen i know (laughs) i I can at least put it out in the ether I fucking made Tell Him Steve Dave sound good, and they never posted anything about anything I've ever done. So, let alone my name. <laughs> when, when the statute of limitations are up, we're going to have an awesome show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, whatever. Those guys are great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Love Tommy Lincoln, though. Ab- ab- absolutely. Oh yes, but so you know, All right. I, I, I'm thinking maybe 
throw in some lifelines too. Like, you know, okay. we'll see. And I, I would do a point thing, but really you're only playing yourself. So what's the point of points? Well, we'll get some guests at some point. I want to yeah, get exactly, a few guests exactly. on. So we can work, work this, you know, thing out, but that's the thing. I, I iconic album fucking, you got to fucking try to figure it out you know, through the lyrics. And then I, I try to make them easier as they go. You know, the first ones are going to be a little hard. Tommy got it the first time, though. I was like, fuck. Now, but, now, he couldn't, but he couldn't name the album. And that's what you have to... The whole thing is you got to name the album. Now, but, are these... is Now, iconic, as in, yes, clearly it's iconic, but are you picking, like, iconic Bee Gees albums or, like, iconic, it could like... Be, it could be if, if that album... Skinnered. If that album fucking... <laughs> flew them over the yeah you, you know okay I mean, like, all right so like, so, so those are the chances remember, i'm gonna be looking um, like an idiot remember vh1 uh cl- uh classic albums yeah dude yeah. i love that fucking show that was really good yeah i remember the nirvana episode and i remember the kiss episode and the Jimi hendrix one and the aussie one <laughs> and, and the uh fucking wings when ban on the run was fucking yes. great, where he was with paul mccartney yeah that was i want to rewatch really that too there's a bunch of them that are great the fucking there's a black sabbath one there's there uh, that i love that show dude. i'm Every sure it's can... on uh i'm sure it's on youtube at this point oh yeah i'm sure it is yeah all right so anyway. me look like an idiot so name wise though i didn't know what to name and i'm thinking because it's an iconic album i'm thinking icon can you because you had to guess <laughs> it you know Oh, uh, you go it's like dum 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 icon can you please make it please make the intro i want that this just popped up in my head right now but you know what i'm talking about it's like it could be you could do something really cool with that if we can come up with a better name you know that's i like that i like i like the goofiness i like how it's on the spot yeah please make me some audio i know you probably won't have it by the time this comes out but by the next time we play this please make me some audio for that that would be awesome yeah i'll see what i can do Okay. But I thought it was Icon, can you? <laughs> so iconic album. Alright. Alright. I'm gonna read you some lyrics and if you can't get it, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, we're not gonna go do this forever, so you yeah. know. Uh, and uh if you can't get it, we'll like throw you a lifeline, you know, and then and, 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 and for posterity helps at all. And for posterity again, there's I've no iPads in front of me. Again, the phone is being used as a camera, and I've got my computer here. You can hear typing. I'm not going to cheat. Well, it's kind of hard to cheat, I think, actually, to be honest with you. But I mean, okay. may, I don't know. Maybe there's algorithms. I mean, if, oh. if I'm if I'm typing in really fast. Oh yeah, I got you. If I type in those lyrics really fast and then hit yeah, search, yeah, it'll yeah. immediately tell me the artist and album. All right, so we're looking for an iconic album. Ready? Ready. You wake up lost in an empty town, wondering why no one else is around. You look up and see a giant boy. You've just become his brand new toy. No escape, no place to hide. Here, where time and space collide. Those are great lyrics, dude. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, in, oh! <laughs> they are in for... In one of those lines, I know you were saying it completely f- f- straight, but I could still hear a melody on top of it. Fuck. 
Okay, give me the next one. Okay, so we'll go to do the next one, and then we'll do a lifeline. All right. Okay. Okay. Oh. 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 Okay. I thought I. Would, I thought I could get all three, and then I had to guess. I thought that's how it was. No. If you can guess, as soon as you can guess, man, it's like more points. Like, yeah, that was worth a hundred points. Okay. Now you're going for, for fifty. Got gotcha. you. Missed it. Went okay. Down in half. Well. Right? Well. Yeah. That. That's where the point system could still go into play. Is uh, we'll we'll keep a running tally. See if my points ever get better per episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. What's the next one? See how it sings like a sad heart and joyously screams out its pain. Sounds that build high like a mountain or notes that fall gently like rain. The fuck is this? <laughs> so these are each two. That's a different song. It's a different on, song. On right. The same iconic album. Okay, repeat that. Can can you repeat them? Yeah, uh, is that allowed? I, okay, yeah, 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 just repeat the second one there, for me. There are no rules yet. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, let me see if I can find it again. There it is. See how it sings like a sad heart, and joyously screams out its pain. Sounds that build high, like a mountain, or notes that fall gently, like rain. I'm going to take a stab in the dark for the artist. Okay, but I cannot concur or agree with the oh, artist. Oh, so, so, so you can't... Ah, oh, motherfucker. It's the album. It's the album. But... Okay, well, in my pea brain, this is their only main iconic album. I can't place any of these songs, but due to the lyric writing and everything else, I'm going to have to say Rumors Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's a good guess, but it's not correct. Okay. Do you I, like to- I said, I'm, I'm, none of these songs are ringing a bell yet, but that felt like that kind <clears throat> of songwriting. Do you, want, do you want a life? Oh, next song and then the lifeline. Or next yes. lyric and then the lifeline. Which, if that's what you were going to pick i don't think the lifeline is going to help you but um all right wreathed and or <clears throat> excuse me wreathed in smoke in lebanon lebanon sorry we burn the midnight oil the fragrance of afghanistan rewards a long day's toil Little weed reference there, I I would assume. That that made it even worse for me because now I am having a problem. Mm, mm, mm. Wait. Okay. I I'm not confident on this at all, and I feel like a goober. Ah, no, fuck. I just thought of a second band that it might could be, too. Shit. Because, again, none of these lyrics are ringing a bell. I'll I'll say that straight up. None of these songs are hitting. I'm having to use context clues and everything else. I I know you said I can have a lifeline. However, 
Can I just ask one question as my lifeline, and I promise it won't be a detailed one? Yes. Is it modern as in my brain saying modern? Okay, modern as in 90s forward or more retro 70s back? That that That's not very specific. The album would mm-hmm. be retro. The okay. band is both. Okay. Okay. All the right. The band went on through ever. The album, I'll give you the lifeline is the album was recorded in 1976. So that gives you, that answers your question on the album. Is it retro or is it not? Yeah, that, I would consider that retro. I don't think that that might cut out one band I was thinking. I was thinking maybe a little earlier. Ah. Uh, I don't feel confident in this. I know everyone's yelling at me because of what I'm about to say. However, I'm going to have to go with... Fuck, I can't even think of the, the, uh, the album, but it's the it's the black and purple cover from Black Sabbath. No. Mm-mm. Okay, but, and then my only other guess... there is black and purple on the... In the colors of the album, there is black ah, in it, and is there it deep is purple? the color purple. No, no. <laughs> there, that, that, that's not the color of the album, though. I know, I know. Both those colors do exist in the album cover. Yeah, I mean, really, I, this doesn't line up to the other hint you gave me, but the only other guess I was going to have was a Led Zeppelin record. No, I'm going to read you some more lyrics and see if you can go. Okay, okay. okay. That, was just, that was just the first three, all right? Okay. Okay. Now, 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 how, now, 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 I'm going to start doing a little more flexion of the song. Well, let me ask you: Have you hit since you said it was an iconic record? Have you hit on the major hit yet? Oh yeah, you did. You read the lyrics of the major hit on the record. Yeah, two, 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 two or two times I did. Yeah. Ooh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, Ray. Yeah. I'll give you another hint too. There okay. weren't there weren't a lot of major hits on this album. Okay. Now I'll re do you want to know where it fell in the uh Billboard Top One Hundred? Yeah, sure. Sixty. Oh. See, which okay, would, okay, okay. Which so. I would love to have a fucking top one hundred make it fucking I would love to have an album make the top one hundred. Sixty is pretty fucking good. Everything in the top 100 is great, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, m- m- you did your job, <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying they're good. Yeah, dude, losing the top 100, everything's great. No. But so many people were just a, like, click. As a, as, a, as a musician, you did your job, you know? Yes, I mean, that is correct. You know, that you is did, correct. Or, or, well. or the payola did well. Yeah, you got employee of the month, bitch. <laughs> Don't annoy us further. We have our work to do. Just think about the average and what use they have for you. Really feel like I'm going to feel like such an idiot after this. And you're sure this is a record I've like listened to? I don't know. It's an iconic okay. band, though. I mean, you're a musician. I'm sure you've listened to it. I don't think it's a band you dig, though. I really don't, to be honest with you. That's another... Tint. 
But I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know your collection of music, but most, most, I mean, when I think of an iconic band, it's what what makes them iconic. It's not just fucking making money. It's a you know, it's known. I mean, you talk to musicians; they know. You know, you every every player in this band should be a household name. At least two of them should be right. They're iconic. Okay, final major guess. Oh, that's probably the wrong time period. Fuck. I I don't know. Santana. No, but uh, Santana's in the same time period. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was just trying to think of something else that was kind of legendary. Maybe didn't hit too high on the charts, however, was still progressed forward. Not necessarily my cup of tea, however, is worth its due. Yeah. Okay, here's the last one, right? And and granted, I haven't said the name of the songs in any of the... I'm grabbing a lyrics. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I assume you know, so. From it, but I mean, it's like... If you... I mean, and you don't obviously don't know the songs, but... I mean, when you hear the album, I'm sure you'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, we know. It's nothing new. It's just a waste of time. We have no need for ancient ways. Our world is doing fine. Another toy to help destroy the elder race of man. Forget about your silly whim. It does not fit the plan. No. They're definitely. Here's everything I'm piecing you, together. You want you want the chorus? We no, no. are the priest of the temples of Cyrenex. <laughs> That's okay. The, the, so so this this is what I'm gathering. This is what I've gathered so far from all of my context clues. They're they're not a fuck 'em suck 'em rock and roll band like Kiss or no, anything but they, like they, that. Their whole career started with Kiss. They were like one of the biggest opening bands for Kiss for a long time, and they've credited Kiss for that. You know, they're but they're nothing like Kiss, nothing like Kiss. But they played a lot in the beginning with Kiss, and their friends. Cheap trick? Nope, <laughs> not even close. I know that's why I'm just like, what? Because I was, oh fuck, I am a goddamn idiot. What do you think? I don't know the name of the record, but I could probably describe what the cover of it looks like. It's Rush. It is Rush. It's the one with the owl on the front. No, it is oh. not. Oh, it okay. is 2112 by Rush. As, as soon as you said, as soon as you were like that. Fly By Night is the one with the owl, not an, not an iconic album. That was her second album. Okay, but but then I was, as soon as I, as soon as I thought Rush, and then I heard Black and Red, and I'm just like, uh, Oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big Rush fan, but no, that, I know that was, you weren't. But yeah, that that was pointing right in that direction. Yep, I feel like an idiot now cuz okay, th- this was the context clues I was going to mention that I had so far. They weren't a fuck 'em suck 'em band like Kiss. Um they were nerds or very poetic. The poetic bit is what made me feel like it was something like a Fleetwood Mac Fleetwood was a Mac. great guess in the beginning. Yeah, it was a great great guess. Tommy got it on that very first fucking thing, dude. It's like, how did you know, dude? It just sounded like, but he didn't say twenty one twelve. He didn't get the album. He goes, 
It sounds like this is what he. I'll read his text, dude, because he goes because I was telling him I was doing a game. He goes, "Hey, lay it on me, see if I can figure it out." Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and uh, um, so let me pull it up really quick because it's pretty funny. Um, no, this is good though. I like this. This definitely. I, this I, is what, folks, let us know what you think in the uh, Discord and then the comments and all that. Because he asked me what I was doing, right? And yeah. I'm like, not much. I have to come up with a game for a video pod tonight. So we asked have me any- to making it sound like I'm like whipping you, like I'm whipping you, oh, being like create dude, something. I don't want to hear you bitching about anything. I, after the fucking last episode, I'm watching these texts go on like it's all my fault because you can't follow what I'm saying. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so he writes any particular subject, and I write music. So he wrote this, and this sounds good. Listen to this. What about something involving bands where members have other uh, successful uh, side projects? Ooh, name like the that. side project. Answer has to be the original band. So you take these bands that have all the you know that these members have done like different side projects on, and you're naming these, and you got to come up with the the original band. That's I like a, that. That's a good idea. I go. Ooh, that's, that's really good. good. That's what? really good because I, I can't think of the exact names that come to mind, but there's a few that oh, the side bunch, project. Yeah. Well, no, there's a few that the side project got bigger than the original band. Yeah, and those yeah. are a few that I want to put on my list. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one for you to do and give to me, and I'll like try to guess it. Excellent. I'll, yeah. I'm on that. I'm on that. Okay, so. Um, I, so I wrote, oh, that's good. What I have so far for tonight is iconic albums. I pick an iconic album. I read certain lyrics from the song, the album. They have to guess what the album is. They can use three lifelines. I only gave you one to help. Like, <laughs> you gave me way more than up. one, yeah, in all fairness. <laughs> like the year the album came out, etc. Well, yes. I didn't think of any others to give you. So, I mean, but you, you gave me questions. <laughs> questions is a good one to go. Uh, I yeah. like that one. He goes, "Ooh, give me some lyrics and let's see how I do." So I read the wrote the that first thing on you. It was, I don't know, is it Getty? I feel like I can hear his voice. Isn't that, wow. Isn't that cool? And all right, it might be, it might not be. You have to name the album. What's your guess? He goes, the album? Question mark, explanation mark. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's like, you're a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like, well, <laughs> oh, but you get it, get, check it out. He goes, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I even know any Rush albums. Uh, was it 2012? Was that the one? Uh, I went, ah, yep, 2112. He goes, off by 100 years. <laughs> yeah, perfect. The guy's, the guy's hilarious, though. But, I mean, fuck it. I, he don't listen to Rush either, so. but Right. I mean, well, that that's good if you don't listen I mean, to Rush. That's awesome. You got to agree, though. It's an iconic album. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I can't hate on that. What makes an iconic album? What do you think? I mean, because, I mean, seriously, in my mind, Flaming Lips uh, in a Priest-Driven Ambulance is a fucking iconic album because it was like their, I think, second album, and, and it was incredible. And and when they were touring, I mean, that's all we were buying back then. You know, it's like bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but I fuck. I don't think it sold like two hundred thousand. You know, so yeah, it's like that. That's a tough you know, one. What is an iconic album? I mean, I don't know. In this aspect, jo- I think it should be like something. 
up there like fucking uh, rocket, you know, Ramones uh, fucking rocket to fucking whatever. Russia. Russia, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, the thing is, it's like, so I don't know that band at all or, you know, much grunge alternative genre and what was popular, what was big, what wasn't. So I, I unfortunately may not be able to kind of comment or look at that one in, in any sort of fair play other than to say, I don't know it. Um, does that make it a non-iconic album? No, because I wouldn't know an iconic album from that era if it smacked me in the face unless it was Pearl Jam or Green Day. Those are the only two that I know of that had iconic albums from those eras. Um, what takes what makes an iconic record for me, though, would have to be longevity and importance to the genre. And, and their career. Ooh, see, uh-uh, that I, I normally would say that. However, it would be very hard to argue that Nevermind the Bollocks, Here's the Sex Pistols, is not an iconic record, even though the Sex Pistols did not have a very long career. Oh, I would say that's an icon. You, wouldn't, you would say it wasn't iconic, or you would say it was? Uh, very long career because you said it also no. depends on their career and the yeah. Sex Pistols did oh. not have a very long career what? for no. it to well, be. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying w- their career. I'm saying what the album. We're talking about an iconic album. What that album did for? Oh, their career. gotcha, gotcha. You know, and well, Never I would Mind say the Bullocks did everything for their career. <laughs> honestly, that was at the very end, though, bro. I mean, that that was kind of a symptom know, of their were, career. That was there. That's when they were going to fucking start making fucking money, dude. And then they, well, yeah, fucking. But, but died I off. figured that, was, that I figured that was more of a symptom of their career because they had released so many singles mm. and everything else by that point, and they had already made such a splash. Yeah, but that would, I mean, you can go back, uh, you can go up in time and look at Nirvana and Mm -hmm. go, okay, well, um, they did so much before Nevermind. Yeah, in utero. But but no, Nevermind was what took them over the top. You know, Uh, Nevermind the Bullocks took the Sex Pistols over the fucking top. Right. I mean, I'm a household name at that point. Yeah. I would say it's iconic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I I would say records that you could have similar conversations like that about. Um, Because even, for instance, uh, you were saying Rocket to Russia for the Ramones. That's a completely iconic album, though. As much as I agree, I put that record in the exact same standing as the first two records. Like, I cannot yeah. say that either of those other ones are more or less iconic than Rocket to Russia. No, but it doesn't make Rocket to Russia less iconic. Okay, well, then what are the rules for it? Uh, because it, it feels like there icon- should only it, be one iconic record per uh, band. Oh, I don't think so. I think if you if, if, a band, if, a band, if a band does 10 albums and all 10 albums are iconic... Fuck, you're a fucking good fucking band. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, it, it, look as, at as the much Beatles. As look at the Beatles. All right, uh, dude, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is iconic. Fucking the White Album is iconic. There's there's two albums right there from one band. All right, I mean, you cannot say those albums are not iconic. They're fucking iconic. Now you can I throw would, in more I would more albums. say certain singles from those records are iconic. <laughs> not and, and the visual of the record, but not necessarily the entire record. Okay, yes or no? 
is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band by the Beatles, an iconic album? Yes, yes. or no? Yes. Is Abbey Road an iconic album? Yes. <laughs> I'll answer for you. <laughs> Yes or that, no? It's that, just yes that, or no. That's, that's, that's tough. It's, that's well, tough. Well, if, if, if I could, uh, we can do different orders. Uh, honestly, I would say, say if no. If I said Albie Rose Honestly, first, I would say no. Well, honestly, you'd be wrong. The, the, the album White cover. Album iconic? No, I will, hold on. The Albie dude, Rose, the, al- the album cover is an album cover, dude. The music is what fucking made that album cover. The music right, on but, that. But, but everyone might be their best album. But everyone cites the album cover. I would say there are more iconic Beatles records musically than Abbey Road. I would say that the Abbey Road album cover is one of the most iconic album covers, period. I think Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band is way more iconic than Abbey Road. Really? Though, oh, yeah. We're, we're Though, thinking of the same cover, the, them walking across the street. Yeah, that's uh, it's an icon. The, I, the, I agree. The, the I'm, album I'm cover saying, that's been mimicked by punk rock bands, rock and roll bands, everyone in Sergeant between. Sgt. Pepper hasn't been mimicked by just not, as many. No, it's harder dude, to every, do. Even Tell em Steve Dave mimicked it, dude. Everybody yes, mimics that. But I'm saying Everybody it's a, it's a, does, though. I mean, no, they don't be, it's a much yeah, harder image to replicate. Anyone can replicate well, four people walking across the street. Well, yeah, but I mean, so but that what, makes what's it your more argument I- that well, whatever's that easiest that's more is iconic? iconic? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that it's <laughs> more iconic due to about? it's more iconic due to the accessibility mm. and the ability to not, recreate it. Okay, let me let me say something. I'm not saying that album cover is not iconic. It is. It's one of the most popular, but so is Sgt. Pepper's. White Album is a fucking nothing but white, and that's an iconic fucking record cover, man, because everybody would, especially when it came out, would not stop talking about it. I know I have my own copy of it right here. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic right here, baby. Icon. It's warped. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) But And that's an iconic album, too. I mean... Come on. I mean, you can be, you can have fucking, you can have as many iconic albums as you want. Just, you know, that just means you're fucking fantastic. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just trying to give it you is, some it grief. Is, it is fine. You're not giving me grief. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, all right. What's the next, uh, what's the next album? Oh, that's the only one I did. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah, had a second th- album. No, but I'm thinking, well, I can probably pull something up and see if you can guess it real quick. Okay. Well, uh, I don't, see. See, see if it would be a slightly easier one, like a band that I'm sure that, or you're sure that I've looked up, but okay. have possibly not paid that close of attention to the lyrics on. Okay, okay, I, I got, I, I think I, I think I can pull one up. I'll just pull up fucking uh, Spotify. Okay, I, I don't have a, I don't know when this. Oh, I guess a Spotify will say when it came out. Yeah, 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 it will. But no, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, feel- I, got, I just got a band. I just popped in my head. I think you'll get it. All right, cool. What you got for me? Okay, hang on. Um, what were you going to say? You were just starting to say something. Oh, just how many people were probably yelling at me that actually are Rush fans that were just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that, I mean, I don't think you need to be a Rush fan 
to know those lyrics though. That and so, okay, so you're making it even worse. But when I when I when I did do the we are the priest of the temples of Cernix. I thought '80s hair metal immediately when you did that. Mm. But then you gave me the year, and I wasn't going to be a dumbass and say. That's poison, but, but, de- but deadass. When, when you when you did it like that, my first thought was Judas Priest, but I knew the timeline oh, wouldn't add up. Well, I can't do a Getty, dude. <laughs> so, okay. In ancient Rome, there was a poem about a dog who found two bones. He picked up one, he licked the other. He went in circles. He dropped dead. <laughs> Dave loves it. Dave's like, this is the best thing I've thought of in forever. <laughs> it's such a fucking funny band, dude. It's a funny band. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, I think so. I mean, I mean, they're, they're fucking iconic. They're, they're, but I mean, they're, 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 their thing. They're, their thing. So it's the first thing that popped in my head when, uh, fucking, I just lost it. Let me go back to Spotify. Okay. Um, you only have to give a yes or a no. You don't have to give uh, the correct answer if I'm wrong. Okay. Is this early 80s? I think it's 79. Let me, I just I accidentally cleared it. So let me go back to it. Because I, ha- I might have a yeah, guess. It's, on- it, is, it is 1980. Okay. I might have a guess on the band. But give me another song. Because right. I definitely don't know what album. Okay. Where did I go? Okay. Um, Dude, this is hard to fucking do because I think you're do on the fly. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. It's okay. But I think you're gonna get. I don't know what to do. (coughs) I don't want. I don't want you to get it. Well, the problem is, is if it's the band that I'm thinking of, I'm gonna have a real hard time guessing an album Uh, because I don't think I know their album names. Let me go to where is it. But I have a weird feeling about the band. As soon as you said weird, and then I then. I confirmed up early 80s. She sings some song while you can't see. She sits in the top of a greenhouse tree. She sends out an aroma of undefined love. It drips on down in a mist from above. Uh, the band I was thinking of now kind of went away. What, what what were you thinking of? The Dickies. Oh, no, it's not. Not the Dickies. Bigger bigger band. Bigger band. Okay. Mm-hmm. Grabbed, grabbed America's attention. The cult. No. no <laughs> oh, yeah, are you ready? I'll do one more. You're going you're gonna to fucking get this one instantly. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um try I'll try to find some lyrics that don't fucking immediately give it away. Yeah, exactly. Crack that whip. Give the past a slip. Oh, 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 Step Devo. <laughs> Devo. Uh okay, uh I honest yeah, I don't know their record names. 
I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, no problem. But you got it's Freedom of Choice is the name of that album. Got you. Now my buddy Mike Kilmer is yelling at me because he's the tour manager of Devo. (laughs) 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 That makes it even worse. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. Would you you agree that's an iconic album? Uh, yes, yes. For that, for that song along uh, alone, that that's an love it or hate it. (laughs) That is an iconic song. The first song. That, uh, that I read you the lyrics to was the actual freedom of choice song, the thing of the, of the, uh, what the album's called, you know? Okay, I got you. It's a fucking great song, dude. I need to re- I need to revisit that record. I hadn't listened to that in a while. It's a good, it's a good, it's a two, uh, I love, I love Devo. I love their songs. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the fucking frequency is wrong. For me, it's all like, you know, or it could be, you know, but I mean, musically, it's fucking fantastic. It's just tonal, you know, a lot of synthesizers. Talking about uh, something being musically fantastic or not, I sent you a record to oh. listen to. <laughs> Why would you say musically fantastic or not? <laughs> <laughs> if I just went, okay, let's say that. I had some really fucking bad steak, all right? And I just fucking just blew up my bathroom really bad and came out. I can see you saying something like that there, you know? Speaking mm-hmm. about you fucking just fucking up your whole plumbing and blowing up your bathroom, your whole entire house now smells like your shit, Dave. Have you heard this? <laughs> <laughs> That's... That's more of like what I think how you should have uh, uh, went at that. <laughs> oh God, no! I one hundred percent agree. Uh, I'll make this brief. It's just a really funny story. Um, I thought I was thinking about this in my own personal time and doing some research on it, and then in our Discord, uh, one of my friends asked a question that. Okay, you know, like, those war movies that, like, as soon as they see something, they get, like, nom flashbacks of, like, all this shit rushing through their head? Uh-huh. I'm about to get in the fucking shower. Ping! My Discord bings. I'll look down. One of my friends has tagged me and says, Alex, is it true that Jerry Only and Doyle had a Christian metal band in the 80s? <laughs> dude, these guys from the Misfits are giving you PTSD, dude. <laughs> that, you just described what PTSD is. <laughs> over over fucking dudes in the misfits. Well, and the reason being is like it's such Where's a long Dooley? <laughs> <laughs> It's such a long drawn out thing that it's like I, I was immediately getting like war flashbacks because I'm just like, oh my god. I want to explain this, but it's like so long, and I did. I fucking wrote it all out, and you can, I just you can't. You can't explain it. You just go, yeah, yeah. There's, you just say, yeah, it's shit, and then just move <laughs> on, dude. The reason for it even happening is so beautiful, and I'm gonna probably get a couple timelines and dates wrong. I did all my note keeping things are away. The the TV guide version of it is Halloween 83, Glenn Danzig on stage with Jerry only on bass, Doyle on guitar, and a rotating drummer because... Dooley. Dooley, um, yes. Dooley on guitar. Don't call him Doyle. Do- Doyle. 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 That's even better. Fucking Doyle is Doyle now. 
That's even better, dude. It is, uh, especially because people call them that by accident anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking great. Because of the way it's spelled. But uh, yeah, on stage, uh, Glenn announces to the crowd that this is going to be their very last show, uh, much to the surprise of basically everyone else on stage. Um, following day, he formed Samhain, uh, which had Erie Vaughn on bass and a handful of other folks that kind of transitioned Danzig over did? to. Yeah. Uh, and that band eventually transitioned over into the Danzig band. Um, yeah. with a handful of the members. But either way, basically the following day, that's when he started Samhain. Uh, kind of have to go down this path a little bit, only because it. I think this part of the story is pretty cool. Um, by the time Glenn starts up Samhain, Erie Vaughn, who was the bass player, also was a photographer and a graphic designer uh, t-shirt guy and he would hand screen press shirts he hand screen pressed a lot of the misfit shirts that people had back in the day so now he's making sam hayne shirts that's a good guy to have on your team <laughs> fucking right <laughs> all the while they've made friends with metallica mm-hmm. if you look at cliff james and kirk you'll notice they're wearing very special Sam Hain and Misfit shirts. They're one-of-a-kind t-shirts Erie Vaughn made. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a pretty cool little side note that like all those were like hand-screen-pressed one-of-a-kind t-shirts. Are they that all Eerie gone was... or, or do you have one? No, no. Erie was making them one-of-a-kind for yeah. the members of Metallica. So they still exist. That's yes. what I'm, I'm no, saying. I, I, I mean, you, do I don't know. Have... I don't know what Kurt has. I don't know what James still has. Uh, you don't they may have, have lost them. They didn't. No, you didn't buy one in a garage sale or nothing. Oh, good God, no! That, those right. would be going for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, bro. That, that'd be like my year's salary. Someone's in there. I mean, <laughs> I can I can see. I mean, yeah, but it's a shirt, and some of those guys don't where, where did they just throw their shirts away they're still out in the in 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 they're still out there somewhere existing where i'm sure james i'm sure james and kirk still have their shirts i'm sure yeah. they still have their one-of-a-kind shirts but either way so that that plays into something later on so all the while jerry and doyle go back and work at the machine shop. Their family owned a machine shop, um, kind of building parts and stuff for machinery and uh, warheads and shit. Uh, It's also kind of a known fact at this point that Jerry and Doyle's father kind of helped bankroll the misfits early in the day. So Glenn had the big vision. uh, Jerry had the pockets. That's kind of how it worked. Um, By the time Metallica start wearing these t-shirts and everything else, the Misfits name starts becoming a little bit more valuable and a little bit more recognizable. Uh, Jerry and Doyle recognize this and they go, huh, that's interesting. Um, Glenn, how about we get a cut of this? And he goes, nah, 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 nah. I'm, I'm going to do this over here. And then he goes and releases Legacy of Brutality. Now, Legacy what, what of Brutality... What year is this, though? What This, this is, is like 80-something, right? Yeah, like this is mid-80s. Yeah. Mid-80s. Mid, like 85 um, or before? Roundabouts. Roundabouts. Like uh-huh. I said, I could have a couple of my years wrong, but let's just kind yeah. of put it yeah, in yeah. that rough mind frame. Yeah. Um, well, Glenn I'm just does- kind of thinking back of when, you know, Misfits, mm-hmm. when Misfits were good... And then Metallica, and then 
yeah Mission so still existing and no but, yeah but, I see yeah so whole, so metallica's doing all that stuff is by the time misfits disbanded like i said Mis- misfits disbanded halloween 83 so by the time they kind of start wearing the t-shirts getting notoriety uh some of the past records start kind of picking up they're doing reissues all that the brothers knocking on the door hey let's get a little cut of that and glenn's like yeah no shut the door uh then he goes and releases legacy of brutality and what that was was a collection of songs uh that had yet to be officially released but heavily bootlegged uh and it was the static age record however glenn went back to the master tapes removed the bass removed most of the guitars and retracted it himself so he didn't have to pay jerry only and francicoma royalties mm-hmm. just another way to stick it to them mm-hmm. uh sam hayne is starting to build up a little bit of kind of underground steam uh, kurt wearing the sam hayne shirt and a couple promo photos and everything definitely helped um and Sam Hain was very kind of evil and dark, more of a gothic thing. It didn't sound like the Danzig Project. It was more. Uh, did you hear? The, did you listen to the Damned much at all? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was more uh, Black Album, Phantasmagoria, Friday the Thirteenth kind of vibe for Sam Hain. Um, much darker and evil. Well, Jerry and Doyle, the two Christian boys, they are weren't a fan of the fact that Glenn was making friends with Metallica and pushing all this evil demon stuff onto the kids. So they (laughs) form what they were going to create, which was Christ the Conqueror, which was going It's just the whole fucking lead up to that. It's just fucking stupid. Yep. So he's, he's annoyed at Glenn for not cutting the men for any money and for pushing evil devil Satan stuff on the kids because he considered most of the kids paying attention and following Danzig ex-Misfits fans. And Jerry has a special connection with the Misfits fans, and he's like, he's leading these kids down the wrong path. I wouldn't have sent them down this devil path. He's sending them down the devil path. I gotta gotta bring them back in. I gotta reel the kids back in toward the light. So while they're working in the machine shop, they're building these monster guitars because they kept snapping and breaking when they're just trying to modify their original gear. And to kind of workshop these guitars, they started riffing out and working out all these like heavy metal tracks. They decide to make all those tracks the first Christ the Conqueror record. There's a whole bunch of back and forth. Yep. There's a whole bunch of back and forth in the back end of them transitioning the Fiend Club to the Doyle Fan Club and sending out newsletters, talking shit about Danzig, pumping up the Christ the Conqueror bit, all this other shit. They all fucking suck. Danzig yes. sucked. Everybody sucked. Everybody fucking sucked, dude. And the, and this the reason is just a I'm fucking suck fest. And Why the reason even I'm talk even about talking it? about it and bringing it up <laughs> yeah, is. When I was discovering all this stuff in the mid 2000s, I thought it was like kind of a garage idea that didn't really go that far. They are very good at burying it. They did a lot for Christ the Conqueror, and it was shocking the amount that they did for this band. Let me go into the details of what they did for this band that no one has heard of. And when I explain a couple of the things they did, it's going to be shocking that no one has heard of this band. And first, let me interrupt you really quick, since we're talking about Christ the Conqueror and everything. Be faithful and thankful that you haven't heard this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because there's the, no God reason that you should hear this fucking shit, dude. I agree. So, not only did they record a full record with Jerry only on bass as um, Mo the Great. That was his name for that. Uh, Doyle, I don't think he picked any sort of special Doily. name. Doily. Yes, we had Doyle on guitar. Dooley. Dooley Doily. That's what we should just call him. Hey, Dooley Doily. Dooley Von Finkelstein. Um, it's like um, Dudley Do-Right. Hey, Dooley yep. Doily. Uh, and then you have on drums this guy named the Merp, and the Merp is kind of interesting because he was a hardcore. Uh, he didn't really do much. He was a hardcore drummer in the '80s, uh, but he was almost a Misfits drummer. He just kind of hung around, and I think he was working at the machine shop after everything kind of disbanded. He just stayed kind of friends with Jerry and Doyle. Yeah, because that's all it takes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, it's great. Now they're missing one. Interrupt. Sorry. (laughs) No, this is all great. This is the interruptions I like. Um, Now they're missing one key component, one special little ingredient to this heavy metal sauce. They've got the name. They've got the logo, which is goofy as hell. It's a it's a sword and the hilt of a K. (laughs) Very very he man. Very. I was telling you that earlier. Yeah, very uh, man. But but they've got the they've got the image. They've got everything down. They're missing the secret sauce, the voice. They're not, and, they, and by the way, Alex, you're wrong. They don't have anything down. <laughs> oh <laughs> nothing, come on, man! Nothing. Not not even the music is good, dude. It's just the and the whole tone of that fucking recording is bad. Well, but okay, so so uh, to peel the curtain back, I played Dave uh, some of the bootleg record that came out. It's exactly that. It's a bootleg. It, it has a high pitch like whine in the background. It's like a probably a second or third generation copy. So I'm fingers crossed, thinking, hoping it probably sounded a little better on a first generation copy. <laughs> but no, what you heard was god awful. Yeah, it was bad. So the secret sauce they were missing was the vocalist. Now I did not realize like how nutty it was. You have Jeff Scott Soto on vocals. And the reason I found that so funny is literally the other night I was watching Hell's Kitchen. And you know how they'll have like the celebrity tables? Mm-hmm. This long haired black dude, a long black haired dude walks in. <laughs> I know, completely di- I painted a completely different picture for a second. <laughs> This really tall, long, black-haired dude walks in, and all of a sudden, the name pops up the the bottom, Jeff Scott Soto. Uh. (laughs) So he showed up at Hell's Kitchen. But no, so they got him to do the vocals. However... It's weird that they even bothered even writing his fucking name, so nobody must have fucking went to that dinner. Hell's Kitchen, dude. I, I would have showed up. They would have wrote Dave Weimer, some dude. <laughs> you know? He didn't. Well, on the record, he asked that his name not be included. Really? He le- he was left uncredited on the record. Oh. He probably, yeah. Oh, this sucks. Don't. don't. <laughs> They're like, so, okay. Don't so, do Dooley, Dooley's all like, okay, we won't credit you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it out. <laughs> Must be good. <laughs> so, <I'm> Dooley. Ho- <laughs> Go so hopefully my video and everything isn't glitching out on me. What I'm doing is I'm pulling up the Discord because uh, there, there's a couple quotes I posted. Okay, 
This is from a Jerry-only uh, letter that was released in 1989, okay? So a good handful of years have passed, okay? It says, So it's taken over two years to finally achieve what I've wanted my entire life, the perfect band. It's unfortunate in the late 70s, the Misfits were handled like a garage band and were never guided to a course of greatness. The Misfit project was always uh, compromising and never dealt with in a professional manner. If you do not like this EP, do not buy anything we ever do because this is what I've been searching for and have achieved the formula for everything that will sound like moving forward. That voice you read that in is perfect. Because <laughs> that is exactly the tone that it should be read in. <laughs> yep, that that's that's what he fucking does. And um so maybe a little there, hot wheel music behind it too. <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, so let's bad. see. Um I, I can't take credit for this one. This one is a copy and paste. Uh but here's uh what he had to say about Danzig. It said uh Jerry was asked several times during this period, nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety four, about his thoughts on Glenn Danzig. Quote that little cocksucker can eat shit for all I care. <laughs> in reference to Danzig's first album released in nineteen uh, in August 1998, uh, this is talking about the debut uh, Danzig record with Mother, Twist Decay, and shit like that. Uh, he goes, he's caused us more damage by being a flop, uh, by being the flop that he is. Atlantic was really interested in us, Christ the Conqueror, until Gr Glenn flopped. Then Glenn bombed and everyone backed out. You have to explain that this is a different type of music and they don't care. They only care about dollars and cents. The first question the guy from Atlantic asked was, do you own the rights to the Misfit stuff? They immediately wanted to jump on that uh, and I'm washing my hands of it. Glenn and Bobby Steele are trying to bank off the Misfit fits but i'm not interested we're so beyond he's, that he's fucking blaming his failure on somebody else's failure yep <laughs> well, the reason why i failed is he failed has nothing yep. to do with the shit i'm doing fuck that <laughs> you know this is america where we believe whatever we fucking tell you that's you know? the jersey fuck boy for you, you fuck yeah dude jesus christ dude that's just uh, fucking we're, that's, we're beyond that's that not the, that's not the jersey boy that's a certain select of fucking idiot <laughs> that fucking is like veins through this fucking country you can find them everywhere the same fucking idiot idiot that's all you can say you're yep. a fucking idiot dude and oh my god and dude, this is how he wrapped it up he goes we're beyond that uh, that's too. what i never liked about glenn and that whole satanic trip he's dragging people down and doesn't care as long as he's making a buck whatever dude all you're fucking pissed off is that you don't have a buck you know and maybe if i trash talk this shit i can get a buck <laughs> So yeah. he so he's slinging mud, and all the while he's sending out these fan letters through the Fiend Club, now the Doyle Fan Club. You know, talking shit on Danzig, promoting, yeah, from promoting the um, promoting the new record and everything coming out. Now, keep in mind, this band recorded a full record and never came out. However, a CD and a tape EP, so like five or six songs from the twelve or thirteen song record came out officially. They made hats, they made writing pins, they made stickers, pins, patches, a good handful of other things. Not only that, they did convention appearances. Mm, this big. is the part this is the part that blows my mind. They were in public. 
promoting I, this band. Yeah, I can see anybody from fucking early Danzig doing fucking um, convention shit. You know, you know. Well, yeah, like, but but that's my point. Is like so. Uh, let, there, let me so let there's, me go there's take there's a, a piss real quick, Alex. Sorry, ah! sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one. Piss break two. <laughs> Uh, I was actually pulling up uh, proof. Hopefully, uh, this recording works, and this is actually a good spot for me to try because if it doesn't work, I can easily cut it. Uh, but here is the only proof that they actually did a convention. <laughs> so right, so right here, uh, that's the Merp, the drummer, and right here is look at, Jerry. Look, he's got a little baby deadlock. <laughs> <laughs> And that right there is Jerry. That is like a hockey mask with spikes attached to it and like hockey gear with like homemade spikes attached and everything. He's got a cape on, looks like a mesh shirt. This was going to be the look for Christ the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. A little. So, uh, yeah, so. It's just really odd that, like, there's proof that that exists. So, this, this is an Instagram page called Christ the Conqueror. It's a fan page. It's like, hey, kids, you like gore, but, you know, you, you just really can't, you know, your parents won't let you like gore? Here, like Christ the Conqueror, because we're nothing like gore. <laughs> it's, uh, there's Dooley with, uh, Jerry right there. Neither one have their devil locks rocking right now. And there's, uh, Evil Presley from The Independence. Well, is Dooley's hair, like, what's that hairline he's got? It looks like a bull fucking cut. Uh, that, you... He's he's almost, he's just got a headband on. Oh, okay, I see it. I see it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. the, so this guy, though, that... that hairline, though. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of forehead. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go ahead and call here we that go. a five head. <laughs> Here's some proof here. Look, stickers, writing pins. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff existed, but no one has really heard of this band. Here, here's some practice space photos. <laughs> Jerry. Oh. And there's old Dooley. Well, who, Dooley played guitar, right? Yeah. And then Jerry was on bass. Yeah, okay. What is that, yep. a warlock bass? And then, and then there they are in full getup. <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> that's what they look like in the Misfits. And then that's when they look like every other time. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you can say the same thing with Kiss. I mean, this is Kiss and this is Kiss every other time. You know, you're, you're not going to walk I, around looking like a hat that was made. Dooley. Well, a little merchandising. Yeah, so it's like they did all this merchandising, the, you know, officially pressed up CDs. I can prove to you that the fillings existed. <laughs> her, her, her. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. That's a good one right there. Doily. See, so, yeah, is, so, so. Where's Dooley? <laughs> <laughs> where's Looking Dooley? like that, apparently. But no, ah. it, it's so, I, this is, so the reason I bring it up is, you know, the main question being, well, what the fuck happened? Other than it not being good, but there's a million fucking 80s bands that weren't good. 
you well, know? Well, they're idiots, dude. Uh, and I, dude, I love the Misfits. So, so what do you think misfits. happened? What, so why do you think that they never even played one show? I don't I probably because there this is like in the 80s, right? Yeah, late 80s that, into early 90s. Oh, my God. That late? Um, well, they're like, I'm sure. Well, because they stewed for a while. So, OK, so. Yeah, this so, is what, this is exactly what happened, dude. They just fucking rode that wave that they know and they're getting all like fucking religious and the whole world is turning a different direction. And so everybody told them no. They they can they can fucking get any interest I'm sure. So that, I mean there are a lot of fucking idiots out there that'll put out anything, especially if you've been in a prominent band and you know. But so I mean, so you, the 90s, you so it, you the whole music scene changed. There are certain decades that music took a hard turn and it went a certain direction. Well, you also have to remember this is also part of the era that Striper was really big. Uh, that Striper was big in the eighties. Yes, but late eighties, no, or nineties, yeah. no. They that's when they they fell out. Metal was big in the eighties. So if you were metal and Striper was not Christ the Conqueror, dude. So so and you I, actually I did hated the, fucking Striper. So so you hit the nail on the head. That was the first speed bump was no interest you are 100 percent correct on that that was the first speed bump it's however, not marketable it's not marketable however that speed bump was exactly that a speed bump they instead created cyclonium or cyclopium music or something like that it was going to be their own record label and they actually did release a couple of records through it but they were going to also release christ the conqueror through it here's what truly happened and, I, and again, timelines could be off a little bit, but at the end of the day, this is what truly happened. They try shopping it around. It does goes nowhere. They start doing up the record label. That start costing a lot of money. No one's still really that interested in the band. The bands that they have signed are little garage bands. They're not pushing records. They're not getting the money out there. Eventually, the dad goes, fuck this bullshit. Take Glenn to court and get my fucking money. <laughs> Let me tell you, if this was today, and I don't want to shit on any of your heroes, all right? And sorry if they are, but if these guys were out today, they would be sucking the knob of Trump trying to get on that fucking, you know... All right, hold on. Let me at least finish the thing before we get all political. No need to go all there with it. So let, this let, hold on. This is exactly on. who they are, though. This is it, well, that's what that I'm has saying. nothing to do with any of it. So let, let me at least finish this part. So so he's just like fuck fuck all this fuck this holy roller shit. Take Glenn to court and get my fucking money. So if you remember in the late or I mean the early nineties, uh, that's when all of a sudden the uh, Misfits coffin box set comes out. Static Age comes out, Collection 2, this whole bundle of Misfits things come out. That's because they finally took Glenn to court and they reached a settlement. And that settlement included that Glenn Danzig still owns the rights to all the Misfits music. So any music that gets released that has his vocal on it, he still owns the rights to. Um, 
part of the agreement is that he owes a lot of money to a lot of fucking people. He owes Jerry money. He owes Franche money. He owes Doyle money. He owes Robo money. He owes all these people money, including Caroline Records, his old record label. He owes all these people money to help pay for this. That's why the box set gets released. That's why Collection 2 gets released. All of this is to help subsidize all this money he owes. And part of the agreement, because they know that the money's not going to flow in that fast, is that he is given performance rights to Jerry only and Dooley. Which means they now have the right to perform and record new music and tour under the Misfits name. Why the fuck are we going to worry about Christ the Conqueror now? We've got the Misfits name. The Metallica guys have already made this famous. Glenn just made it even more famous with Mother. Fuck Christ the Conqueror. We're taking the Misfits out on the road. So right as they were about to hit it with Christ the Conqueror, they win their lawsuit with Glenn and they're like... Fuck this. <laughs> and immediately pivot. <laughs> so in a weird world that they never won that lawsuit, we would probably have some sort of Christ the Conqueror band. <laughs> I don't think it, it would have ever been... I don't think you would have ever heard of them. They, I don't think it would have got released. They would well, have I mean, it did. Well, I don't think it would have ever... Okay, so it did, but the EP got released officially. Okay, all right, but it would did they would have started the tour. Any, we would have had live footage. Did anybody <laughs> buy it? A lot. There's a lot of copies out in the world. You you could probably hop on eBay and find a cassette tape so, or a CD of it. So, do you think that if that didn't happen and they kept to be Christ the Conqueror, they would have? succeeded to uh i didn't say succeeded no i said it would have been there i'm asking i'm just asking (laughs) you i'm just i'm not no i'm not fighting with you i'm asking you do you think it would have succeeded to another album no absolutely Uh, well okay Mm, let me let me clarify that these are the people who fucking they i'm sorry they suck so so succeed and another out succeed and another album i think are two different things i don't think it would have succeeded but I think they would have done another album. Oh yeah, because they just—that's all they know how to do. They're, you know, yep. that, that and push a shopping cart. That's it. But but so. I, but I'll tell you what, I wholeheartedly believe that after that second record, Doyle would have or Dooley would Dooley? have split would have split off by himself, and then we would have had the Jerry Only Band. And that's what the '90s Misfits would have been. The whatever, so all those sounds and all those recordings and stuff, that would have just been called Jerry only. Well, that's my du- hypothesis. Is Dooley still recording shit by himself? Yeah. Does it suck? Uh, are you are you into heavy metal? Yeah, I mean, if it's good, I'm like into, actual, I'm like in- like actual heavy metal, not that like- power metal that I played you a little bit a little bit ago. Well, what what is actual heavy metal? Is it like Black Sabbath? Because uh, that'll melt. Uh, I would metal. say a little bit more or is modern, it like, or like fucking Iron Maiden, or like Slipknot. What is fucking heavy uh, metal? I, I, I would say a little bit more hinging on a uh, a Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax kind of vibe. Okay. Okay. 
yeah, kind of fast, a, a little bit of that and chuggy kind of guitar and shit like that. But not like, but but not overly screamy vocals. It's it's more growl vocals than a scream. You you can actually understand what the fuck's being said. So it's well, when you say growl, is that just because like a lot of growls you can't understand? No, no, not like a growl. Like he has a growl to his voice, like um. The dude from fucking Pantera. Sure. I don't listen to Pantera, so I wouldn't. I don't either, but I I know <laughs> Phil, I know who Phil Masano is. So and it's yeah it's, yeah I'm I'm trying to pull it back into my head. Yeah, I guess that'd be kind of similar. But to wrap this up, my favorite little P.S. to this entire story, and I want your opinion on this. I want to know what you, Dave Weimer, think of this part of the story. Legend has it. That in the middle of all this, remember all the years I was saying, you know, late 80s, early 90s, and Glenn Danzig and Erie Vaughn have already become kind of good friends in the Metallica group. Mm-hmm. Guess who else kind of wiggles their way in around this time? Old Mo the Great and Dooley. And they work their way backstage one time, and they have their little demo tape. They're like, um, hey guys, of Christ the Conqueror. Okay, so we're okay. We're still on this. Okay, yeah, and they go and they go. Hey guys, we have a new band. Glenn's got Sam Hain and Danzig. Now Danzig, we've got Christ the Conqueror. I think it's going to fit in real nice with what you guys do. Whoever it was that took it was. Oh, thanks, man. Can't wait to listen to it. One of the songs on this record is called "Wherever I Roam." Okay. A couple years later, on the Black Album, shows up a song titled Wherever Wherever I May Roam. Yeah. Do you think that they... Because the only thing that's similar is the title. The actual music itself is not similar at all. Do you think that they ripped and bit the title? Nope. I don't think they paid them any fucking attention doesn't even know it exists <laughs> that's what i think but but you ha- but put them put yourself in their shoes they are misfits fans they're honored to have jerry and dooley there and no, as misfits not. fans no, I mean, yes they are yes they are you, you can't look yes. it through it through dave lens look at it through their lens they they covered so many songs of theirs they're happy to have members of the band backstage yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. so imagine you're happy to have two of the members of a band you really like backstage and they go here's a tape of new stuff no one's heard yet you can't tell me they didn't put it in the tape deck they might have but that doesn't that doesn't mean they know the fucking name of the song dude (laughs) i mean it it does if it was on the tape deck for a week or two no, it doesn't, dude. I can give you iconic albums that you can't even name the songs on. So, or, I mean, or hell, or hell, on. it could have even been as simple as this. Let's paint. Let's paint the picture. It could have been as simple as James and Kirk sitting in the van. They pop in the record and they start laughing their ass off and naming off the t- dude. What are all the titles of this record? A spellbound in God we trust wherever I roam. And the- hey, that's actually kind of cool. We could we could make that something better. No, I mean, I, I, you're putting way too much 
fucking thought i'm not i'm not yes they did the legend is they they jerry and doyle claim okay that they lifted it because oh my god that is yeah (laughs) this isn't a me argument motherfucker it's a them thing that's what i'm saying the whole time is these guys are fucking losers they suck they are pieces of shit i'm sorry if they are your fucking heroes because they're they're, not here okay no musician is my hero dave i'm sorry i I have heroes no music no no musician is my hero john entwistle he's my hero dude that guy could I guarantee you he's done some fucked up shit in his past. No musician oh, can ever be true. a hero. True. 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 <laughs> that's, good, good, good. that's a good point. That's a very yeah. good point. But I, mean, I love musicians. So, I respect so, them. I, yeah, lo- like, I am one of them, but no say, musician could ever be a hero. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. Um, your influences i'm sorry there we go these, yes these are your influences they were an influence in, yes musically influences not as people pieces of shit okay not yeah. as people musically well there's a like some stretch there too i mean <laughs> that's opinion <you> know? <laughs> that's opinion well, you even said it was shit what they did so christ the conqueror know. yes but they did other shit there's that was good musicians on that <laughs> but they made other good music I, yes yes and that that's, inspired that's me i agree everybody is entitled to so much shit yeah you know but, you, you no know. their, their time in the misfits was good no 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 i'm saying everybody's in entitled every artist is entitled to put out shit oh i thought you were saying that everyone's but, entitled to liking shit i'm like Motherfucker, no, no, no 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 i'm saying every artist <laughs> is entitled good. christ to, conqueror to bad. putting out shit the difference is is you're really good artists trash the shit i mean well they seriously. did they buried it yeah they're i mean well no it's out they it's did bar- not they couldn't quit they couldn't stop bootleggers but they've buried it since then they don't yeah, talk about I'm sorry, it it's i'm not- sorry if you put it out you put it out i mean that's like a i'm talking to an artist like if you make a painting if an artist puts it out it's out if he fucking destroys it and paints over it it's not out they didn't paint over it <laughs> well, you can't paint over a CD. You uh, you're missing out. my point. You're missing my point. It's like there's a decision made, and they didn't make that decision. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Christ was on their side, man. So, uh, yeah, yo, <laughs> fucking Santa first, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you got anything else for us before we dive into our mm. listening habits for the week? I don't even fucking have any listening. Oh, actually, I do. Yeah. Well, so. do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? I don't want to cut you I off. I and I don't think so. No. All right. Well, that works for me. Well, let's just go ahead and dig on into that Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. So, so, let me ask you. What have you been listening to? You go first. Me? Me go first. Um, over the last weekend, uh, Green Day released a new record. Oh, yes, dude. All right. I, uh, we need to review that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I was going to listen to it, mm-hmm. but I got news 
of an artist putting out a new album and it distracted me from the Green Day thing. Yeah. Haven't been able to listen to the new artist because I don't know when it's coming out, but Red Cross (laughs) is putting out a new album, which is fucking amazing. It's like, holy shit. uh, So I'm very excited about that because it's been like four years, you know. Yeah, and, and my quick review on it, because, of course, I, I want to go in depth with it. There's a lot I feel like I can say about it. Uh, the quick little review, there's 15 tracks. Uh, clocks in at, never mind, I thought it was going to tell me. Uh, well, yeah, it does. Uh, 46 minutes and two minutes, or 46 minutes and two seconds, rather. So, not a very long listen. And I am of two minds. Do I like the record? Not necessarily. There's some good tracks. There's definitely some good tracks. But do I personally like the record as a whole? Not really. However, is it a good record? Yeah. It's a good Green Day record. The reason I personally don't like it is I saw Green Day's trajectory as, you know, you had the... The garage day, sloppy, you know, smooth, Mm -hmm. 10, 39, whatever, in your coffee pot, whatever the fuck. And, you know, into Dookie, that was kind of like that on steroids. Dookie, I think, is is a fucking iconic album. Yeah. I would would say that was iconic. I would agree. Um, And then you had, you know, the ones following it. Well, well, no, well, I was like, saying you had the records following it, and it's like, as it went on, it just felt like they were becoming a bigger version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Warning came out, which I had like a lot of acoustic stuff, which brought in a new element for them. Was it a good record? Mm, neither here nor there, but they, they were doing something new, expanding. American Idiot comes out. It's everything they've learned, now orchestrated. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, because American Idiot's like fucking 20 years old or 15 years old or how old is that? That's it, yeah, it's, it's 20. old. I mean, it's yeah, it's 20 years old. So, so That's they crazy. so they do that and then 21st Century Breakdown was the record that came out after that and it was basically American Idiot with strings. Mm-hmm. So they even built it up even bigger. Bigger. So, and then they kind of played or and then they still progressed their sound by devolving. They didn't go back to their classic sound. They just started pulling things away. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's pull away the strings and maybe some of the distortion. And then that's when you got like the trilogy records that were a little bit more garagey and poppy. Then you had Father of All, which went more in a classic rock and, you know, garage punk rock direction. As much and, as Green Day could do. Yeah. Yeah. But they were still, what? Changing, progressing. This record, I can point to the Dookie song. This I can is legal point, in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I can point to the Dookie song. I can point to the American Idiot song, the Nimrod song, the Warning song, the Trilogy song. Yeah, it you can feels do that like with th- every fucking album with Green Day, though, can't you? I mean, seriously, not, you not can, as like, much. It feels like this. Uh, tr- <laughs> but you'll you'll listen to it. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, what? so I can't say. <laughs> When when you but hear Green it, Day, Green Day, I mean, for what I know of Green Day, I can point fingers to Green Day all day long because they yeah. they stick it. I mean, Green Day's fucking box is like this big. I, I mean, wouldn't say so. It's not so. a bad box. It's not I'd a bad say their box. box is a little. I would say their popular box is that big. Okay, let's go there. This big. <laughs> In this. relation to how big uh, of a box are we talking? Well, like the the screen. 
You know, the screen, no. The screen is okay. The box. If if we're if we're going by this this screen as a box, I would say their box is more close to this. This? Now you're just being a director, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Vogue, no. Vogue. Come on. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. So so that was the reason I was uh, thinking on though is this is the first record that feels like they're pulling back to their own catalog. I agree. I agree. I, you I, haven't listened I, to it yet. You I don't know. know. Well, let me finish, dude. I agree. I agree that I probably will hear that when I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so again, did I enjoy it? No, because I was hoping for a bit of a further progression into their rock and roll garagey sound that they have been doing. But instead, it really feels like American Idiot mixed with Dookie. So it's it's a good album. It sounds good. It's just it's, not what I wanted. Is it is it a rock album? Is it not strings or no, they didn't like they they did a little bit of everything. That's what I was saying. Is oh, like okay. there there's some Dookie straight punk rock. Stuff like Ma good, have no brains. Is, is there a song on it that you went, oh, yeah, yeah, Ma okay, have well, no that, brains. Okay, that that's a good album. Then if if there's if if they release something that you actually went, well, I would hope oh, for at least one oh. more than one song. I went okay over. I didn't say okay. I said there's a difference between okay and there's a difference between oh. Like something that actually grabbed your ears and made you, made you, pulled you in like a, like a, mm, listen, listen to this song right now. Okay, then no. No? Okay. No, then, no, I'd say not. There's a song or two that made me go, all right, okay, yeah, Yeah. that's good. I like that. Okay. All right. You know, just kind of very, very passive on it, Mm -hmm. being like, you know, if I never heard this again, I'd be okay. But like, if you wanted to play this, like this, this is cool. I like this. Could it possibly be an album that you listen to over and over again? And oh wow, I missed it the first time, and this is really good. Are you are you pretty sure you got it right on the first listen? I know I didn't get it right on the first listen because there has been a song or two that's grown on me. However. I know my taste, and the album as a whole just didn't tickle or hit the way I want it to. Yeah. So it, it maybe if I cared more. Yeah. If that makes sense, like if if I was yeah. more emotionally invested into caring about the record, I'd try to like it. But yeah. every Green Day record I go into it kind of arms crossed, going, "All right, impress me." Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Billy? <laughs> I'm not really 100% sure what my tastes are. You know, that's the thing. It's like I know they, my I know my taste is not American Idiot Part 2. There there's a um I definitely have a taste, but I don't want to say that's my taste. There's definitely a genre of music that tones my ear for you know, it's like my my fa- my favorite. That's how yeah. you would say it. It's like this is what I want to listen to more. But then all this other shit hits and it's like it pulls me away from that you know because i just i i really if it's good if it's written well and and not out of key and the notes are right it's great it's fantastic even if it's not what i fucking want to hear not my my genre or something you know it's well, like what the hell wow. have you been listening to then uh electric six really that's yeah. a good pull yeah, yeah. 
There's a, but I don't have one album though. There's like that fucking McDonald's song and the fucking gay bar song. The I want to take you to a gay bar, gay bar. Gay. The villains so did a cover of that fucking, one year for Halloween. Yeah, it's fucking a such a fucking funny song and 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 the the actual timing and beat of it is amazing. It's it's a hard song to play, dude. Try it is. That's it, why dude. I didn't play it. Mikey played yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tough, dude. <laughs> But um, yeah, that McDonald's song too. I don't know what it's called, but it's you know I know they talk about McDonald's. What is that yeah. song called? I'm not sure. the 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 yeah, album that yeah. had gay the album that had it's a gay bar on album. it. The album that had gay bar on it is the one I usually listen to the most. Yeah, downtown at McDonald's. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one. I just stop it. You're gonna get me demonetized, motherfucker. No, stop you're it. Not. No, I've you're already not. gotten no. a strike on this account. Stop it. You need to talk to Stop it, motherfucker. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so fucking good, dude. That is so fucking good, dude. I I mean I I want I want to be able to just fucking rip that shit, you know? It's like, no, get this, get this exercise to fucking do kind of like rhythms like that because it's just not programmed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Muscle, not muscle memory. No, get this though. Okay, so remember a couple episodes ago we were talking about um, uh, the. I was telling you about the origins of the Where's Dooley shirt, and I was talking Mm -hmm. about it was where the Misfits met them at WWE. Yep. Yep. If you watch the video, I superimposed just a couple little clips of that fight to relevant to what I was saying. Trying to go oh. fucking above and beyond, trying to do the edits, make it look cool, you know, give people context, give them reason to actually be watching the video. Yeah. Dude. Good job. Two weeks into the video being live, I get a copyright get straight hold. from the fucking WWE. Yeah, well, the WWE is going to take money from everybody, dude. Well, it's, nothing's monetized. I don't run ads. I don't have AdSense. Nothing's monetized. Initially, they pulled the entire fucking video down. That's okay. That's okay, dude. That's the entire you, episode. Dude, when when if we get something pulled, that's that's good. That's no, like, it isn't because they yes, do it, it enough is. times and then it takes the entire YouTube channel down, bro. No, well, it, dude, how many times are they going to fucking do us? I, when, trust you it, me. You, you, all you need to do is change it right away, you know? No. Uh, yeah. Unlike this time. So this time it wound up working out because they hit me with the strike, took the entire video down. I did a uh, counter strike, and I replied back. I was like, I'm not using any audio. I'm barely using any footage from the match. I'm primarily using the entrance. This is no different than what any other commentary channel has done in the past. Who's they the dude re- that does a why does this make what makes this song good, dude? He gets fucking all these he plays all these bands and they always and he names them out on it too. It's like Aerosmith. If you play an Aerosmith song, if you play these guys, you know, they just fucking pull your shit right away. Yeah. But this is, you know, and he's playing it on guitar sometimes too, and they still fucking pull it. Yeah. You know, so he's got I'm so, gonna change so, so they, the key So they this. released it for the US for some reason. It's still so the episode is like blocked in Russia and like Bulgaria and like some other random places. 
is, but like they unblocked it for the US, so the episode's back up on YouTube. It never got taken down on like Spotify or anything, but that's still so fucking crazy that they scanned it, caught just the video, and was and took the entire thing down until I did a counter strike on it. It's fucked up. But, fucked up, man. Especially, but, I was going above and beyond for everybody. Dude, this guy makes fucking bank on on, on the polls, dude, because more people fucking listen. You yeah. know? And then you just, you just pull it and you re, re release it later. But if you lose your whole channel, you just name it a different channel. Oh, that's easy for the person that does zero of this to say. Well, no, <laughs> easy, easy for the person. We only have fucking so many viewers. But these guys, dude, these guys are I'm talking getting, about my channel, motherfucker. I know. And these guys, well, that's what I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about too. I'm talking about videos I are uploaded to this channel that I don't have on a hard drive. Oh, put them on hard drive. Dude, how about we just don't fucking fuck with the system? We're going through all this one. I'm just saying, let's just not fuck with the system. Yeah, let's just keep 34 listeners. Let's do that. (laughs) All right, you 34 listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. (laughs) And as we've mentioned earlier, make sure and check out the merch store because I have the sticker packs available with free shipping, motherfuckers. And they're nice, good, high-quality stickers. I can actually get my camera to focus. That's really cool. Yeah, and so I'll have stickers for all the other shows. And then we've also got, like, pint glasses similar to this one. I don't have this design up. This is for me. Uh, But, yeah, we'll have one for every one of the shows including something good for you we've even got quarter sleeve shirts hoodies regular shirts the works man stuff for every episode every show rather so check it out uh it definitely helps keep the lights on (laughs) and the more that people buy merch and stuff and the more that folks confirm that people are interested in this shit um the faster we can get sponsors and the faster uh i can kind of focus on just doing this (laughs) which would be the all nice ultimate goal and the faster that Alex gets paid, I might get paid someday. <laughs> yes, you will. I, I want to take everyone Bullshit. with me. Bullshit. <laughs> Come on. The first two people on my list getting paid are you and Chris. <laughs> all right, that's good. It's nice to be so high on your list. You Go started ahead. all this, motherfucker. Not really. But, I mean. You gave a platform. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you helped start all yeah. this. Yeah. Dude, you know what? We need to... Yeah, speaking about games, remember the game we used to play on fucking uh, yes. Cult of Dave? What was that game? I don't remember it, but I had Chip that for fucking... No, not that one, but because that, that, we were getting paid to do that. That was oh, okay. the sponsorship. Um, Let's get them. I don't know if they even still exist, dude. We'll see uh, if they've got a new game. Fucking Bag of Dicks doesn't ex- exist anymore. Fucking Damn. we we just run companies out. Of- <laughs> <laughs> but there was the, the ga- there was a game I had a theme song on that was kind of a Zeppelin thing. That like sounded really fucking- country the way you said it. Yeah, but because I'm from Texas. Well, I've been in Texas for 20 years. I remember the baseline of it. I can't remember the fucking. Don't know. Uh, I don't remember the the band name or the the um, not band name the the game name, but it was like a, a um, it was a fucking um, uh, what's the normal question? What's the fucking um, 
just trivia, just the local trivia, you know, shit. <laughs> You're struggling like, hard with this one, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> well, dude, Cult of Dave was a long time ago. I'm trying to remember what it was called, you know, and it was like a trivia game that was just like I asked three questions that went into the last question and just rotated in a circle. It was fucking a... I thought it was took, Shit for Brains. No, no. Shit for, for Brains was a whole other company that designed everything, and I just read cards. <laughs> that was easy. It was the only time we got paid, too. <laughs> now, I really don't remember. Fuck. Well, if you can remember it, we'll bring it back on this show. <laughs> yeah. I think those are all gone, thank God. But no, guys, buy a t-shirt, support the network, try to get us paid so I can pay my other people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very yeah. transparent about it. I'm not getting money, so they're not getting money either. Uh, the Patreon doesn't count because I have like three subscribers left on the Patreon, and that is just covering the network costs. Damn. <laughs> I'm getting just enough to pay just I, I didn't know there was a Patreon. Yeah, I, I well, I, cl- I closed it, quote-unquote, because... I was putting out the only exclusive show that was on there was Couch Potatoes, mm-hmm. and it was getting so good. I was just like, "Fuck it, let's make it an actual show and let's make this a real network." So the Patreon is still live if people want to like subscribe just to like give us a monthly donation. However, I have not posted in there in like two years. We had so like fucking. I, so I say it's not gone. All right, cool. I want to tell you something after we leave, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it on here so everybody can hear. Well, I can. Dude, in Cult of Dave, when we were on Patreon, we had like 36 Patreon people, dude. Yeah, so we, we had were, nowhere close to that. We were, we were but we, I mean, I mean, that's horrible, but I mean, it was pain. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> You've been listening to the Something Good Network. If you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Instagram. And check out the other great shows on the network. Link is in the episode description.